what is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bidvoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we're taking you behind the funny. Comedian Tommy Davidson from In Living Color has a new book that talks about growing up in the house with the white family. Plus, Emmy Award-winning producer Rashawn McDonald gives us a behind-the-scenes look at the career of one of America's favorite personalities. And, of course, we're going to check in with one of our coronavirus experts. Dr. Alduan Tart talks about what to do with our kids now that they're home. Cafe Mocha begins now. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Radio from a woman's perspective. Tommy Davidson is on the line. His new book is called Living in Color. And of course, we know and love him from a thousand things, including his stint on In Living Color. Tommy, thank you for joining Cafe Mocha. Yes. Thank you guys for having me, man. You know what, Tommy? What was so incredible, um, what I found, um, well, I found out some information that I didn't know about you. I didn't realize that you were adopted and your book, Living in Color, I didn't realize that it was speaking on so many levels, you know, because, you know, I was just thinking about the 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 uh, mark you made on In Living Color, but it's more to it. Can you explain? Yeah. The reason why I call it Living in Color, because I am a black man who was abandoned as a black baby in Mississippi mm. in 1968. It was found in the trash randomly by a white woman who then moved me to Wyoming and Colorado, not knowing I was black. Then I moved to Washington, D.C. with an all-white family, and the black people beat our ass and were calling me white cracker lover and my family white crackers. And I went to my mom and I was like, why are they calling me white cracker lover? Because I like graham crackers. I was only five years old, you know? I know we're supposed to She said, that's what people your color... Huh? I know we're supposed to laugh, but this is so painful to hear. It was, it was it was hurtful to me because I was like, well, why do they hate me, you know? And I'm like, well, what color am I? And my mom said, well, you're black. I said, no, I'm brown like the crayons. Right. And you're peach like the crayons, right? And so she was like, no, we call, I know you're brown, but we call you black. And you guys call us white. And I was like, well, everybody got their colors mixed up. And then I moved to the suburbs because the black people were kicking our ass so much. That's the first time I heard the word mm. And people, grown men were chasing me home from the playground, like everywhere I went. Like I'd be riding my bike and I, like a guy would like stop his car and run right at me with like a stick, like kill that you know? And so finally I went to my mom and like, who are these We got to stay away from them, you know? <laughs> and she was like, well, that's what people our color call people your color. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. And I was scared all the time, you know? And then when I was growing up, it'd be like four black girls waiting to beat up my sister for no reason. So I'd be there fighting four black girls. Then I had to fight their brothers. Then I would go around black people. I mean, white people. And then I'd have to fight them. So uh-huh. it was like a long time before I really like, started, you know, realizing that, wait a second, I am black and they're white and this world is different. You know, so ironically, I ended up on a show called In Living Color. Mm -hmm. So my sister called me and said, why don't you ever talk about mom? 
you know? And that's why I wrote the book because I was like, I didn't know that I was ashamed of my mother because every time I would mention, every time black people would see my mother, they start treating me different. Like, oh, you think you special or whatever, right. you know? And then every time I went around white people, you know, you know what happened. Right. So I spent a whole lot of time being confused as a kid, but I finally figured it out. Wow. We're talking to comedian Tommy Davidson. His new book is called Living in Color. More on the way. She gives me life. Like more Cafe Mocha? More of the flavor you love in just minutes. Keep it right here. Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. We're talking to Tommy Davidson. His new book, Living in Color. Now, we love that you got your new book, but we also are hearing about the Proud Family reboot. Yeah! And you (laughs) better get on the soul train. We're so happy. Oh, my gosh. And and the one that's most happy is Oscar Proud. Oscar Proud has been around a long time. He loves the Proud Snack. Hey, where you at? Trey, call me. I see that monkey. Don't bring him to me. You know, so we, we, that has, that has grown, that has raised a whole army of, of children that are now like mm-hmm. 26, 27, yeah. 28. Yeah. They got their own, got their own thing going, you know, and they watch the Proud family and we're proud to be who they are because of our show, you know? You know what I love about cartoons is that even though this is years ago when there was Disney and there was Nick and there was WB Kids, everybody still watched the Proud Family. Yes. Yeah. You know, those little, the, the white 30-year-olds, they know the show too. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I mean, know. Was this a movement for, from you guys or from fans to make this happen? Because I know there was talk about it a few years ago and it didn't look like it was going to happen. Yeah, you know, well, you know, Disney is busy these days and they're doing a lot of stuff. But the one thing about our show is since we were like mostly an all black show, mm-hmm. we always stood up for the show. Right. So you had, you know, had all these things that were on Disney and, 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 you know, there's so many stuff, Aladdin and all this other stuff, you know, and we were the only ones that represented us. Right. You know, just like in Living Color, we were the only one that represented us, but we weren't different than white people or Spanish people or anything. We were just funny and really, really good. Right. But we we deserve a spot too. Right. Yeah, and it's always good to see, you know, artists who've been around for such a long time. I mean, to still see you alive and in Living Color is just a beautiful <laughs> thing. Speaking of in Living it, Color. It's a bomb. Yes, really, it really is. Do you think that there'll be a reboot of in Living Color? I know oh, they tried. Oh, boy. You know, I would like really like to see it. And I do think it's going to happen. You know what I mean? But it's just like everybody's busy doing their own thing and to get us all in one place again. But Keenan said something to me really key. He said, the reason why I didn't reboot In Living Color because I want to do it with younger artists. Right. He said, but I haven't been able to find anyone like you guys Mm -hmm. yet. The minute I find somebody that can do the things you guys can do, we're going to do it. And I trust him. He's like... He's like Professor Xavier from the X-Men, you know? He got all these mutants, but we all good at what we do. You know, he get he, he trained us. He made us work together, you know what I mean? Right. And that's what it that's what it really comes down to is like the perfect combination, you know? Yeah, right. you guys were really passionate about it. But I don't know if if that'll happen though. Because you guys are just a special. I mean, oh, y'all yeah. really are talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Years of comedy, uh actually trained comics, not just, you know, Instagram uh, right. <laughs> editing. You know what I mean? It's just it's just you I I just think that it's just something special and I think that cuz I do know that they tried to audition a lot of people wow. this was years ago and it's yeah. like you 
have. You can't find. Mm. You, you can't find another Tommy Davidson. You can't find a David Allen Greer. You right. can't, you know, Damien Wayne. You just, you know, you just can't find it. So sometimes it's just yeah, a genie. Yeah, we in our own time. Yeah. 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 Tommy Davidson. The book is called Living in Color. Thanks so much, Tommy. This is Cafe, Cafe Mocha. Mocha. Radio from a woman's perspective. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. We love him. He loves us. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Oh, I gotta, I gotta put this in now. Uh Two-time Emmy winning Uh TV film producer, manager, global marketing architect, and host of the popular podcast and talk show, Money Making Conversations. Money Making Conversations, there we go. Mm -hmm. Rashawn McDonald, thank you for being back on Cafe Mocha. And I'm also the manager of Stephen A. Smith, that's my boy, you know, brand architect, built the career of Steve Harvey. Let's throw them all out there. Throw all my credits out there. You know, Uh throw them out there. You know know, Nothing's fool's gold with Rashawn McDonald. I'm money making conversation there. Three time NAACP Image Award winner. I am the man on money making conversation in Cafe Mocha. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy to be here today. I'm preaching, y'all. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. (laughs) You know, Rashawn, it's important you know, we're joking, but it's important because the people behind the people right. so uh, regularly don't get the credit and the attention that they deserve. So, uh, yeah, all what he said. <laughs> all well, you know, it's really interesting said. that y'all say that, you know, because you know, I stopped managing Steve in 2016. And, you know, uh, and life changed for me. You know, a lot of phone calls didn't get uh, returned. A lot of people reacted to me different because I wasn't in a position anymore to give them an opportunity to be successful. Right. And I, I, I like to tell people the truth about my life. You know, my life was where I, I looked in the mirror and realized I had developed a model for Steve where he had multi levels of income. And that's the goal I preach on my show, Money Making Conversations. Mm-hmm. But realized that I was only getting one check. Right. And that check was coming from him. And that model wasn't working for me as far as what I was preaching. And so when I left in 2016, it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, uh, you know, with no breakup. It was just a business decision that both he and I made. But in 2017, I absolutely made zero income. Wow. Because I had to, I had to look into myself to find out who my voice was. Right. Because a lot of people understand that just because you make money and just because you're successful, that doesn't mean that's your final destiny point, destination right. of what you want to be in your life. And that's what I discovered in 2017. And that's when I launched Money Making Conversations was in 2017. And it's been a money making ride ever since, y'all. I, I so appreciate you putting that out there, Rashawn, because. I mean, we're you're our mentor, so yes. we talk to Rashawn off the show whenever, <laughs> right? We we email him, we call him, he returns our calls. I have always wanted to ask you about that. Right. Just on yeah. a personal tip. But thank yeah. you for sharing it. Cause I you know, we wonder, we wonder what happened, you know, with the relationship. Thank you. Oh. With a hot cup of cafe mocha. Lay back and enjoy our flavor. Radio from a woman's perspective. The conversation with Rashawn McDonald got deep on Cafe Mocha. If you want to hear the whole thing, download the Cafe Mocha radio app. 
and you can hear everything you miss while the music was playing. Psychologist Dr. Aldwan Tart is next on Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha on the line with the, uh, I guess, the president, the owner, the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. Lonely Love, you need to stop with all this introduction. Lonely Love did my show. I'm going to tell you something. It was a blessing. Because you know why? Money Love from Prayer, Lonely Love from Prayer View out of Detroit. Yes. You know, she's that person that I like to bring on the show because her journey is not finished, but her journey to get to where she's at right now is so amazing. Yeah. And it's filled with change. It's filled with people doubting her. It's filled with people questioning the moves that she's making. And sometimes you don't want to get out of bed because you don't believe in yourself for that moment. Yeah. But you keep yeah. going. And that's what Money Making Conversation, when she came on the show, she talked about her fashion line. She talked about her pre-selling her book. Because what I do on the show is, you know, I have CEOs, celebrities in entertainment, celebrities in music, sports, authors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, chefs, about their books and restaurant tours, power couples like Prince and my, my girl Dana Chanel and, and TV film and directors. And so it's all broken up in a way on my YouTube channel where you just go there and it's like a library. Right. It's like a library where you just click authors and just Bishop T.D. Jakes and just pop up. And here's an interview about his book and he'll break it down to you. So really it's just a journey that I'm trying to enable the gifts that God gave me. And I have to bring God into this conversation because that's a journey that we all make unless we don't accept it. And I always tell people that, you know, everybody say alarm clock gets them up. I know I get up every day at four o'clock and sometimes I don't accept my alarm clock and I still get up at four o'clock. So I know it's not my alarm clock that gets me up. Right. And so when I talk about success, I talk about everybody in this room that we're on this on this radio show and everybody who's walking in the streets that you can be great. And it's important that I toot that horn for them so they can put down that stop sign and start winning. You know, Rashawn, what's three things that a person is trying to get, you know, a business started? What are what are the th- three things that they should really be working on? A business plan. One. And so, and so you got to, because see, first of all, you can't, I, you know, I hear this word a lot, Lonnie, jump out on faith. Mm. Right. You know, you jump out on faith in a, in a bucket of water, you just standing out there with a bucket of water. <laughs> you know, you got to jump out on faith with a plan. And also you have to have mentors around you. And I say that because of the fact that usually when you, everybody understands a normal job. And I say a normal job is like, you know, eight to five, mm-hmm. you know, an IT person, a mm-hmm. banker, or an accountant. Two or I, was a, I was an accountant when I was at IBM. Everybody understand that. <laughs> so when you tell people that you want to be a comedian, Lonnie, people looked at you strange. Right. You know, when you say you want to be a rap artist, people are musicians. Somebody looked at you going, yeah, but you you want to be like, what you call them? Right. And they give that, they give that squinch eye look, you mm-hmm. know. So you have to have people around you that believe in you. Right. So listen, a business plan, then you have the people around you believe you. Then you have to be willing to put the time in and realize it's not an eight-hour-a-day job. Yep. It's a 24-hour-a-day job. Right. So if you don't have the time and you don't have the support system around you, believe it, and you don't have time to do a business plan, stay where you at. On the way, we're checking in with psychologist Dr. Aldwan Tart. We've been on a tragedy for- We got the hit makers. 
trailblazers, tastemakers, and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha. On the line, Dr. Aldwan Tart. He's a clinical psychologist. He's our guy. We're used to talking to him about, you know, relationship stuff, but a lot of us right now have kids at home yep. who aren't in school. And a lot of us are trying to figure out what we should be telling them. Dr. Tart, you know, before schools started getting shut down all over the nation, we were able to go, oh, dearie, it's not that bad. Oh, it's just a this. Now, I mean, a lot of them are home. This is real. What should we be telling them? It depends on how old they are. Mm. All right. So that's the first thing. So I'm going to break this down. So say we have, you have kids that are maybe toddler age. All right. The main thing you want to tell them is nothing. All right. They don't understand it anyway. The most important thing to them is being able to establish structure and for you to remain calm yourself. So they're going to be able to pick up on our stress. They're going to be able to pick up that things are different. The main thing that they need is for you to be able to develop a normal routine. What 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 hurts and aggravates like preschoolers is when there's no routine. So they're used to a preschool daycare type routine. You have to set the same thing up at home. Now, elementary school kids, they're going to be, depending how old they are, they're going to know something is different. You're going to let them know, hey, you know what, they're the... Schools are concerned about germs, and everyone has to stay home until all the germs are gone. So it's going to be different. We realize it's going to be different from uh, anything that's going to kind of be somewhat like summer vacation, but we can't go until they clear the germs. And again, you set the routine, but you have to limit the media exposure. And this is where it's tricky because they have cell phones. Mm-hmm. So this is a time where okay. you have to probably take their cell phones or limit the sites that they can go to. And I know how difficult this is, but you have to make sure that you explain to them and you're going to have to have more severe consequences to them not going by the rules. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just I just had a, a phone session with a kid who got his Xbox taken because he went downtown. He only li- he went downtown with his friends while his mom was at work. And so, before Ooh. that would just be, you know, a, a grounding, but she, she went all in. Because he didn't understand. I mean, he's in seventh grade. Mm. He didn't understand mm-hmm. big deal. He didn't understand the big deal. He thought he was just sneaking out with his friends to go past the neighborhood she told him to go to. And he was really just supposed to stay on the porch. Wow. So you have to exact stronger consequences because they're the, uh, the dangers are higher. Now, with middle school and high school kids, mm-hmm. you're going to have to actually sit down with them and find out, first of all, what they know. Okay. You're going to have to meet them where they are and then be able to address their anxiety, their worry, or even their indifference. Okay. That's a lot of things that appear like this is not a big deal. Y'all, you're doing too much. It's not that. You know, so we have to be able to, to address where they are and be able to have a conversation and then again be able to set limits. Keep us in the palm of your hands. Take us everywhere. Anytime. Download the Cafe Mocha Radio app. Take us with you 24-7. Cafe Mocha doing the best we can to educate and inform you. And it's difficult. You know, Lonnie is at home. I'm at home. We broadcasted by beaming in 
to a studio. You know, if you can work from home, please do. Um, This isn't time off. This is time that we should be shutting this virus down. You know, maybe you're not susceptible at all. Maybe you're young and healthy. But, you know, we have to do this for the people that aren't, for our grandparents, for those with high blood pressure, diabetes. Um, You know, this can be dangerous for them. So, and it could be dangerous for us. We just don't know. So please stay inside and cuddle up with some reruns of In Living Color. Or better yet, order Tommy Davidson's ebook, Living in Color. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. The Blackness. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles and Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. This is Cafe Mocha. Radio from a woman's perspective.